The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yo, what's going on, everybody? And thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Busted Open Podcast. Today, the Fat and the Furious returns with myself, Bully Ray, and my partner, Tommy Dreamer. Looking forward to talking for a first time to Tiffany Stratton from NXT. She's got NXT spring breaking coming up. Big triple threat match against Indy Hartwell and Roxanne Perez. How do you think she's going to do? But most importantly, how does she think she's going to do? She's going to lay it all on the line. Great conversation with her. Also, Mercedes Monet loses the IWGP Women's Championship. Has comments about that loss. And me and Dreamer discuss her comments all that so much more right here as the fat and the furious takes over the busted open podcast and we are very happy to welcome in our next guest because i believe this is her first time on busted open Lagreca is going to be so jealous that he took this week off and he doesn't get to speak with nor gaze upon our guest right now uh tiffany stratton tiffany good morning welcome to busted open uh i'm bully ray that is tommy dreamer hi nice to meet you thank you for having me nice meeting you welcome hi (laughs) tiffany tell us so far about your your nxt experience give us the thirty thousand foot broad stroke about your past what is it about a year or two that you've been there now performing pretty solid on tv yeah i would say it's been about a year now um i've learned a lot um i've developed a lot um it's been a lot of fun had a lot of ups and i've had a lot of downs um but altogether like it's been one heck of a journey it is it's so much fun i'm having a blast uh when i watch you wrestle and I see athlete and I see someone with so much natural athletic ability. Um, Can you give us a little bit of your background before entering the WWE? Yeah. Um, So before WWE, um, I grew up a gymnast. I was not like a typical artistic bars, balance beam gymnast. I was a trampoline gymnast. So I did a lot of stuff on the trampoline. I don't know if you guys have ever seen trampoline in the Olympics, but 
No, that's what I did. So basically you bounce in the air, like 25, 24 feet in the air and you perform two routines. One routine is a compulsory. So it's your easier routine. And it's like, you do the basic skills and then you have your optional, which is um, all like the harder skills and stuff. So that's my background. And then after that, I quit. Um, I just kind of like lost my love for the sport. Um, and I grew out of it. Eventually you get old and you don't want to be told what to do all the time. Um, and then I took up CrossFit, did that. Um, it got too hard. <laughs> that was very hard. I wanted to compete, but I realized you had to work very hard and I didn't want to do that. Um, so then I went to bodybuilding where, um, I dieted down and I got super shredded, um, super jacked. And I did bodybuilding for, I did one show, but my prep was like 20 weeks. So yeah, that's my background. And then right after my bodybuilding show, show like a month later, I got signed to WWE. So yeah, that's my background. So Tiffany, they found you, uh, you, you were not a fan of pro wrestling. No, 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 They didn't find me. I actually, I was submitting my stuff. I've submit, I submitted probably like three times onto their website. Um, and I actually found like a connect. His name's Greg Gagne. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Of course. The Gagne family. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm from Minnesota. He lived like 20 minutes from me. My mom's a nurse and was um, somehow got in contact with him through um, one of her friends at work. And he, at first he didn't agree to like call whoever he needed to call to give me a tryout. He was like, no, I want to see how you are in the ring. So we called up Mr. Kennedy, Ken Anderson. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but he has a ring up in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. And I drove there and I took my first bump and he said, okay, I see something in you. Um, so he coached me for a little bit. Um, and eventually he called whoever he needed to call to get me a tryout. And they're definitely hesitant at first. <laughs> um, but then they saw like my little resume and they gave me a tryout and then signed me a couple of weeks later after my trial. Did you ever, did you ever find out why they were hesitant? I mean, because you kind of check a lot of the boxes for what they're looking for in a sports entertainer these days. Uh, it doesn't sound like you spent a lot of time at Ken Anderson school uh, enough just to kind of learn the basics and the WWE likes to get you in the system as soon as possible these days um, if they see potential in you. So what was the hesitation on their part, given that, given that you had so much athletic ability? I think the hesitation was when I had submitted myself, I still think they were looking for, indie wrestlers and I wasn't an indie wrestler obviously so I think that was the hesitation and then I luckily I got in right when 2.0 kind of was in the works so that definitely worked in my favor for sure can you explain um because I know the there's a debate between indie wrestlers and people who have no wrestling experience but I also don't think and that's mainly more so with the fans than the actual wrestlers but what a a regular day for you would consist coming into that pc uh totally blind to this system like because it's exactly it's paying your dues and training every single second of your life 
yeah, the, the schedule was definitely very hard to get accustomed to. It was nothing like any other. Um, luckily I had a little bit of a wrestling experience and I kind of was, um, taught like how to act and like, just like basic wrestling rules. Um, so I had a, like, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into, but, um, every day. So when you're newer, you have a little bit of a crazier schedule. So you're training, I think like four times a week and it's only four times because Tuesdays we have TV. Um, and sometimes they'd make you come in on Tuesdays and have a training session, but usually the training training was started like eight 30 AM and would go until 10 30, 11 30. Um, and let me tell you bumping that early in the morning sucks. Um, yes. and then after that, we would go to gym class where we'd lift. And then after that, we would do like a promo class or um, like an acting class, something along those terms. But and it was every day. And then when you're newer, it's kind of a mandatory thing, like an unwritten rule. You have to go to open ring and you have to keep on working. So, yeah. I once wrestled uh, Brock Lesnar at 1030 in the morning of Fan Access Toronto. That sucked as well. Yeah, I had a letter <laughs> actually 10 o'clock in the yeah. morning. To go. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Tiffany, at NXT Spring Break-In, you will be competing in a triple threat match against Indy Hartwell and current champion Roxanne Perez. What is your mindset going into this triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship? Indy's the champion, Bubba. Ro Roxanne is challenger. Thank you for correcting me. Um, my mindset, I'm definitely, I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So um, I've already, I've already pinned Indy twice. So I have no issue there. Roxanne and I have a little bit of unfinished business. So um, I think it'll be, really it'll be fun um i just think i have nothing to lose and everything to gain and i'm very confident going into this i've proven to everybody time and time again that i am i can be considered one of the top girls and i think tomorrow is where i prove it uh, where would you like to improve the quickest? We all have our short-term game and our long-term game in the ring. Is it psychology? Is it ring awareness? Is it promos? Where do you know that I want to get better at something and I want to get better overnight? What's that one thing? Well, obviously, I think I have every single component that it takes to become like a, a superstar. I think I lock... Um, in the ring, obviously. And um, I think in the ring, I lock with uh, my selling and my psychology. I think that's where I need to improve and quickly. That, that comes with more reps. Yeah. And honestly, like I get nothing but props for you because like, I thought you were doing this a little bit longer. Um, I said it before, two years in the wrestling industry for me, I'm not performing on television. And, and this generation has so much more in the sense of, you know, you're doing it on live television. You're doing it where people are judging you on social media. Um, it's a lot more pressure. So kudos to you and a lot of the people within NXT, because this is where you're getting your early reps, but it's on television. Like I know me two years in bully the same two years in nowhere near television ready, but you know, 
you and, and the rest of a lot of the talent are being pushed that way. So it's, it's sink or swim and you're swimming. So kudos to you, but also to realize that, Hey, I want to get better because we all have that competitive drive to be the best. Yeah. I think definitely in ring is where I need to improve and within my selling and psychology is definitely the, the number one factors. Well, you have one of the best to uh, go to and that's Shawn Michaels uh, as a coach. So do you have a uh, specific or favorite, I don't want to say favorite, but a person you, you kind of lean on to help you with all those things in the PC. Um, I would definitely say Shawn Michaels is definitely one that I try and go to a lot and ask for advice. Um, he's the one that's telling me your selling needs to be better, obviously. Um, and then fit Finley, he has, uh, been helping me a lot lately. So I, I definitely, I go to him for questions as well. And he, he's been helping me a lot. Nice. Yeah. Tiffany is pro wrestling fun for you. Yeah. I think the fun part for me, obviously is when I'm on TV. Like, I don't know if, People like the hardworking part. I mean, I still am going to do it, but I like the part where I get all my glitz and my glam on, I get my gear on, and I'm in front of a crowd and I'm performing. What's 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 life in the day of Tiffany Stratton like when you're not in front of the cameras, when you're not uh, commanding the spotlight? Um, so would you say like on a Saturday or like when I have training? <laughs> There's no okay, off days. Come give, me on. A, give me a Saturday. Give me a typical okay. Saturday. So usually I'll wake up. Um, I always start my day with fasted cardio. So I do like 20 to 30 minutes of fasted cardio. Um, I'll have some breakfast, have a coffee, maybe get my nails done, depending or not. I might have like a hair, a hair appointment. Um, eventually I will go to the gym for my lift. Um, it's not very glamorous. My life is not very glamorous right now. Um, I go to the gym for a lift and then after have my pre or my post-workout shake, and then I come home and, uh, basically like watch TV and get my apartment together for the rest of the week. <laughs> it's not very glamorous. What about, yeah, what about being on the road? Uh, is there any place that you particularly enjoyed being on the road? I mean, I've only been around Florida and there is not pretty places in Florida. There are, but like places that NXT has gone for wrestling for our live events. They're not cute. They're not pretty. <laughs> okay. Come on. Ocala, yeah. Ocala, Florida is a hotbed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Naples, Naples is pretty. I will say that Naples is pretty. It's a lot See, different from Minnesota. You got to yeah, go perform in Kissimmee. It's nice in Kissimmee, downtown St. Cloud, Kissimmee. That's, that's the place. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> I, no, I remember I went there for a CrossFit competition and it was terrible. Not fun. <laughs> Disgusting. Tiffany, with the draft coming up this Friday, do you think that there's any chance that you get called up? Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um, I definitely think for my career, I would like to stay in NXT a little longer and, um, you know, like hone in on my wrestling skills before getting called up. Um, but if I do get the call up, I'm, I'm ready. I will make the most of it. I will rise to the occasion and yeah, I'll be ready. How do you think your personality meshes with the other women in NXT right now? Um, that's a good question. I would say 
And and that smirk on your face is telling me something more. So let's uh, let, let's dive deep into that one. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I'm a very like upfront, blunt person. I um don't take people's crap. Um, I'm very out there. Um, and I feel like people are gonna have a problem with me no matter what. Like I'm a pretty girl, like I'm athletic. Um but I have my close friends. I have people that I can lean on that I trust. And yeah, I mean, people are going to have a problem with me. I feel like no matter what. So yeah, it is what it is. And, and if you were to be stranded on a deserted Island for the rest of your life, what's the one food you can take with you and Ooh. the one CD you can take with you? I don't even know if you know what a CD, you know what a CD is, right? The generation, the generation well, they gap play music in his generation. <laughs> Like an album, like yeah, a, you can bring it out an album, yeah. Dude, um, okay, so food, would I not gain any weight from it, or <laughs> you're talking to the wrong two people about gaining weight? Yeah, maybe you haven't opened your Zoom. What you're talking to? <laughs> okay, so my favorite food is French fries. So I would probably take French fries. Okay. <laughs> um, and then album. Shoot, um, I like a lot of old school, like Eminem. I feel okay. like, you could, like, I don't know, just hang out to that music and like sing along and pass the time. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been in a type of match that you're going to be in at spring breaking uh, with against, you know, I know you had singles. I know you've been in tags. Have you ever been in that the type of match where, you know, you cannot get pinned and still lose the match? No, I've never been in a, I've never been in a triple threat and I have never um really had a title shot like i know it said in deliver i did but there was five other girls in that match or yeah five other and it was a ladder match um so no i've never had any sort of any kind of match that i'm having tomorrow there are uh, a lot of tape review and tape study is key for these successful uh matches i um talk to you about that ladder match uh because i've been in way too many ladder matches so is my broadcast uh partner here and uh I don't think fans realize number one, once you start climbing, how uh, high it gets, but also how heavy it is to move those ladders and how much they hurt. Yeah. When I would just climb up the ladder, like three or four steps, I would look down and I would like get scared. I'm like, I like nobody realizes it doesn't look that high when you're just standing there and someone's climbing up the ladder. But when you get up there, yep. it is so terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, it, it's high. Yeah. It's high. Yeah. And then I took a spine buster onto a ladder and that was painful. I did not like that. That was super painful. <laughs> did you get the lovely symmetric bruise of the rungs of the ladder on your back uh, from that spine buster? I did not, but oh, that's good. the ladder hit like the very lower part of my back and then my head clipped another ladder. So that, that hurt. There used, there used to be a tag team back in the WWE like 20 years ago, the Dudley boys, and they used to put women through tables. Like, how do you think you would have fared against that? Like, if if two guys like the Dudley boys wanted to put you through a table, you think you would have made it? 100%. I know how to suck and, and do it and take it. Like, 100%, I'd be able to do it. All right. Spine buster on a ladder. That's a lot <laughs> yeah. more than a table, bro. <laughs> Uh, Have you ever Tiffany heard of the Dudley boys before? Hang on. Have you ever heard of the Dudley boys? Please say no. <laughs> of course I have. Damn it. 
<laughs> um, this being a a big match for you, if no if nobody had seen you wrestle yet on NXT, and this was the the very first time that they were going to see you at NXT Spring Break, and tell me why, tell our listeners why they expect they should expect you to become the next NXT Women's Champion. Um, I would say that I feel like no matter what I do, um, I always shine the brightest and I always find a way to shine the brightest. Um, I feel like I just have a lot to prove. And I feel like when people see me wrestle, like in, in the spotlight, they can't take their eyes off me. And I feel like that's what a champion I feel like should um I think those are the vibes that they should give off as a champion and I definitely feel like I'm one of those people that uh give off those vibes so you do uh represent yourself well especially carry yourself amazing uh on promos and interviews just like this again two years in uh bullying myself couldn't handle the pressures uh that you are are handling the the women's division NXT is awesome I'm a I'm a big Zoe Stark mark um Roxanne Perez uh Gigi Dolan the, the list goes on and on of super duper talented women for you um besides you being the best who do you feels either the best or the the hardest challenge for you in ring um I would definitely say Roxanne for sure um her and I actually we were in the women's breakout tournament together and that was very early on in my career um so I think the story is a little bit different now um, I would love to go up against her one-on-one -on -one eventually. Um, but yeah, I definitely think Roxanne Perez is uh, my biggest competition. Nice. Tiffany, one more for me, because um, we know you're busy. You got to go train. You got to do go do some heavy deadlifts, lift those <laughs> socks up, get some chalk, uh, get a, get the, uh, the weight belt going. How do you feel about comparisons to, let's say, a Mandy Rose or a Trish Stratus? How do I feel about them? Um, I definitely feel like it's a compliment, of course. Like Mandy Rose is beautiful and she was great and she really elevated herself when she came down to NXT. So that is like right there, one of the biggest compliments I think I could ever receive. And then obviously Trish Stratus, she was the one who made, who put women's wrestling kind of like on the board. Um, so I just think that's a really big compliment. I, I would always... Love to hear that. <laughs> cool. Tommy, anything else from you? Uh, nothing. It's very, very nice to meet you. Best of luck in your career. You're welcome anytime right here on Busted Open, and I hope you have a great match. And uh, uh, I say this to a lot of people when uh, at the experience level, I hope you enjoy this and continue to learn and continue to strive to be the best. Just talking to you, I already know you have that competitive fire, but don't ever let that go away. I'm still wrestling. I'm 52, same as him. We love it, and we love this industry, and it's given us everything in our lives. So I hope that happens for you as well. Best of luck. Um. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. <laughs> Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Thank you. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers we're going to play some audio from mercedes monet who just recently lost the iwgp women's championship i am so so disappointed i feel broken i feel bankrupt but i legit just called my cpa and she said that i'm still really really rich so I will be okay. But look at what my, you did to my beautiful face. Do you not know who I am? I am a living legend. I am a star. I am a star in Star Wars. My son. You are not the Undertaker. And I promise you, the next time that I'm here in Stardom, you will be a dead bitch. Because I want one more chance, one more opportunity to get back my IWGP Women's Championship. But I am not done with New Japan. And I am not done with Stardom. Because I am still on my world tour. And my next stop is May 21st at Resurgence. So get ready to roll up a nice big one. Because we're going to my cousin's house. Long Beach, baby. Long Beach, baby. Mercedes Monet uh, giving her her uh, giving us her thoughts on losing the IWGP Women's World Championship. Tommy, how did you feel about her post match promo? Would you like to grade it or critique it? Um, <clears throat> it's a little different because it's 
again, the press conference. And as you know, in Japan, it's a lot different from a live promo. Um, I liked her talking about like, she's still in the Mandalorian. She's still rich. If I could uh, tell people to steal a classic line from real life, Andrew Martin, AKA test. Cause I'm rich bitch. He would throw that out all the time. And he then follow up is because you're a jobber. Um, and I get it. She's also teasing. Uh, I know she has said that she wants to have Snoop Dogg eventually come to Japan, which I think would be amazing for that audience. Um, I thought Snoop did an amazing job at WrestleMania, especially his elbow, which was just so Snoop-esque. Um, listen, she's a star. She's a draw. She's a proven draw, uh, especially for that company. A uh, lot of still talk about her outside of the WWE. Whether I mean, there's usually, uh, honestly, last week, our very own Mickey James trended four days. Uh, so did Mercedes Monet trended, I want to say, four days from a week to week. And all in positive ways. So I know she's done good business for stardom. I know she's done good business for New Japan. And uh, she'll continue to keep on doing good business for however long she wants to still be there. Is Mercedes Monet as big of a star today as she was in the WWE? In that universe, yes. In in what universe? In the New Japan stardom universe. Overall, how do you think her fans perceive her as a bigger star? Uh, the Mandalorian is uh, a big thing just because you're not on television all the time uh, within WWE. Your fans are going to support you no matter where you are. Um, so overall perception, hey, in WWE, it's WWE. They're, they're the leader. So, But in, in the worlds that she's in, she's, she's the top act, and she's the top act for a reason. So here's a little bit of a difficult question for you, and I'll try to tamp it down a bit uh mercedes monet has gone on record to say that she would love to wrestle mickey james and mickey james has gone on record to say that she would love to wrestle mercedes monet what do you think the chances are uh mickey's got to get better i know there's a great working agreement between the two companies honestly but don't know if it could, if it is going to happen or it could happen, uh, you know, it's a crapshoot. It's above my pay grade. And I think it is a dream match that is very, very tangible for all parties to have. And I would look at a big show to do that in. If that match ever happened, would you like to be a producer or an agent on that match? I would just like to be there. So you'd rather just, just be a fan watching the match. Yeah. You know, a, uh, Agent and producing, uh, you know, I don't like to have that much input. I'll just sit back and listen. If there's something I could tweak to make it better, um, that would be my only input. But, you know, what would I tell these two women who, you know, have really raised the bars for themselves outside of the WWE? And, you know, this is your, your match. Go out there and have fun and tear the house down. It's kind of what I usually say. If the stars and planets aligned, how great 
of a get would it be for Impact Wrestling to get Mercedes Monet? And how would she fit in with that ladies' locker room? Uh, it would be a massive get. And the locker room is really, really cool. And I'm sure she has a lot of friends there already. So that that's an easy fix. Is going back to the WWE a step backwards for Mercedes Monet? Uh, all depends on the pay. <laughs> I understand that. But if you've been there and you've done it, and she's like a five-time women's champion, is going out there and trying to you know, wrestle in New Japan, wrestle in Impact, wrestle in AEW, or, or wrestle wherever else. Um, is that is that is that a bigger deal for Mercedes Monet right now than to go back to the WWE? I think the challenge of what she accomplished is a bigger challenge and to prove that I'm a draw elsewhere. And then, you know, like WWE always does. Well, if you're a draw elsewhere, come back, come back home and uh, be a draw here as well. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.